So here we are, live over BBS Radio Online. Thank you so much, BBS Radio, for this opportunity and letting us broadcast this over your station. We greatly appreciate it. Today it is Monday, August 22nd. 2022, the Monday evening wildcard, presented to you by Winfrey, located in Sedona, Arizona. My name is Gijs Minderhout. I am located in the town of Los Molinos in California. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. And I thank you all for being here. I think Wynn is here. Hi, Wynn. Hello, hi. Here we are, live on BBS Radio. We're on already? We are on already. Okay. Thank you for being here, Wynn, and for doing what you're doing. I know you have a lot of hay on your fork. I greatly appreciate what you do. A lot of hay on my fork? A lot of hay on your fork. Did you just make that up on the spot? Say what? Did you just make that up on the spot? Hay on the fork? I I thought it was a well, actually it translated from the Dutch, I guess. (laughs) I see. Yeah. Hey, been, you, your microphone is not the greatest. It's been going slowly downhill kind of over the last week or two. It's, now, it's, let me just tell you, right now I'm using my best microphone, okay? Okay, good, good, good. And, hey, and um, cause, cause last night uh, during Whole Planet Healing, I had to go all the way up yeah. in my volume, second highest. To yeah. be able to, Last night, I was not using my best microphone. Okay, okay. okay. Now, do I, how do I sound now? You, you, you sound good, yes. You know, and the thing okay. is, you know, um, I, I can't, I compare it to the rest of the callers who call in. And at this point, I can't compare it. So, I have my volume up, yeah. but I hear you up there, yes. Yeah. I mean, what I need to do is I need to do these calls, and I have to have two microphones handy. So I can switch instantly, right? I, I ideally, if you're home base, you know, get one of those those table stand uh, microphones. You know, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I I don't if I could always count on doing it at home, I would do that. But um, right, right, right. Um, I mean, if I had a million listeners, I might have to do that, right? Right. Definitely. Because then I wouldn't have. I'd have to maybe I make enough money so I don't have to go out and do anything else, right? Right, right, right. No. Hey, that was the nice uh, email you sent out last night regarding Terry, her, uh, you know, her uh, farewell party and everything. There are quite a few typos in there. Have you noticed? No, I tried to. Um, edit it 
it takes it takes so long to put those together. I understand. That, it looks it looks great. I got it. My compliment. That really good yeah. job. Did you like that little um, graphic I did on Terry saying casting? Definitely, yes. I think that's a good thing, yeah. particularly for those people who know her locally there, you know, in Sedona. That I think yeah. it's. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I gotta remember. I I meant to do this today. I wanted to have it blown up into a banner, you know, or you know, like something really big, so people like could a sit and. Like a what? Like a poster. Yeah, like a poster or a banner. Right. You know, a banner can be bigger than a poster. And because it's wide, it makes it like a banner, you know? Right, right. And, uh... Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Joy and Squim. Welcome, Joy. Hi, hi. Hello, Squimmer. Hi. <laughs> Isn't Squim a really funny name for a city? <laughs> Ken Someone else. Mississauga. Happy Monday. Welcome. Please say your name and location. At Ken Mississauga. Good evening, Hi, Ken. Ken. Welcome. Uh, hi, everybody. Hi, Ken. Hi. Well, Winston, here are you? Good. Good to see everybody. Win is here? Did you, did you say Win is here? Yes, Win here? Well, oh, I can't, I can't always tell all the voices. Well, but it's good to hear from everybody. This is when. Oh, it is. Okay, when? Okay, that's what I thought. I recognize your voice. Yeah. We've got our first major rain in about two months here in Mississauga. It's happening rained like more, more than a few millimeters in the last two months. Good for you, man. Yeah, we're, we're happy. Getting to Go ahead. We've been getting quite a bit of rain in Sedona, I'll tell you. Um, they normally don't get any rain, eh? No, we had someone else joining. Welcome. Happy Monday to you. Please say your name and location. Hi, this is Aaron in Los Angeles. Hi, Aaron. Welcome, brother. Thank you. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Hi, Wayne. I was just going to mention there's a guy that I bought his book. He was on Coast to Coast. He claims he channels Jesus once a week. Very strong. Heard of him? And someone else joined in. Happy Monday. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Antonio in California. Buenas tardes, Antonio, señor. Buenas tardes. Hola, mi amigo. Hola, mi amiga. Have you ever heard of him when? Or very... Uh, Mm, I've heard of people that say they channel Jesus, okay? Two yeah, more people um, tuned in on the call. Please say your names and locations. Terry Nevada. Welcome, Terry. Yeah. Hi, Terry. John. Hi, Hi. Hi Hello, John. Hi. Welcome. Hi. And John? John. Hi, Joan. Hi. Is that Joan in Dolan Springs? Yes, it is. All right. Um, hello, John. Hello. I, and I think it's the man who walked with Jesus. Hmm? Ken? Yeah, go ahead. Did you read, that? Did, did you read it? 
I, I, I gave the book to my mom. I haven't read it yet. Well, you should read it, okay? Well, which one? Which, uh, which book is that again? Sorry, maybe I misheard you. The Man Who Walked With Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, I, I actually donated to buy that. I want to maybe give you extra money and get the original one. Maybe from you get caught up. Well, get it because we're going to run out. I don't, I don't put it out a lot. But oh, I'm going to email easy. you. I want to, I want to. You said Terry had original collection left. I want to get original, like a, like maybe I'll, I'll uh, email you because I did before Terry got sick. Your Terry got sick. Um, I just just before that I. Had, email to our everything donation for it. I'd like to get that one as a record anyways. Which one? The man who walked with Jesus. Yeah. From you. Okay. I'll, I'll send you an email on it. I I uh really interested in getting that. Send me send me enough money and I'll send you an autographed copy. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I and some, and uh, I, I did donate I did donate a little bit of money for the funeral. I I'm not rich right now but I figured I oh, you've been You've been really generous, so it's okay. I, I, here's my philosophy. If anybody listening, my philosophy is you can speak to someone like you and Terry on your behalf. I actually believe you kind of do get full back because I think the universe somehow rewards you the money back in another way. And I, and I actually believe that since I've been following you guys, I'm actually doing better in everywhere, meeting nicer people. And I think I'm getting a better energy. I actually believe that. I've been kind of following you guys the last year or so, and I find it's kind of helping me. Just the well, you, 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 know, you, know, you know, what happens is, it's like the principle of tithing in a church. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if a church is supporting you so that yeah. you're more together, if you're yeah. more together, you will do better in everything else you do, right? And if you, it's like, you don't support the church to be good or to do God's will, you do it because it's an energy exchange that yeah. you're not just taking and, and, and you're looking at, hey, these guys have to survive. How are they eating? You know, I actually and, totally, I totally believe in supporting you guys because you guys, I know how much work you're putting in. I can sense it. How much yeah. work you're doing these calls. I know. And I tried to make what I can something every month, no matter what. And I, I, uh, I, I mean, I really, I'm capable. I'm, ca- I'm capable of making a lot of money in business. And no, I know you are, but you're you're doing it for the good of mankind. Welcome to the two people that just came in. Three people. Would you like to say your name and location? Warren Perform. Antonio. Yep, Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Cecil. Welcome, welcome, Lauren. I'm just going to say, sorry. Anybody else? No, Wayne, you're just, sorry, go ahead, sorry. Hi, BBX. Hello. I'm just going to say, when I know that you're doing this for the good of all mankind in the future, you're right. All the information I verify with other people. That I've done, uh, people that have died and said a lot of things. I mentioned it, some stuff that you said, and they all said it was true. And uh, and I, I have another psychic idea. What's he? He's writing novels now, but he he claims he remembers his past lives. 
like a thousand, two thousand years ago. So he says. But all the stuff you've been telling us and through the challenge and he said, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what he remember, but he, but I, I know this. I just say to people, listen, please follow this guy. He's doing this for all the good mankind. Try support him because we, yeah. we, we need to, we need to, I, at least the people, I, I think well, you're going to, maybe that's the turning point. Now you're going to. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Hi, hi, it's Bonnie in California. Welcome, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, hi Bonnie. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. So, you know what? Now that Terry's not here in a body, as yeah. much as I would make the choice for her to be here in a body, I would make that choice. I can see there could be a positive benefit where I have more time, more focus, and accomplish more, you know? And I wouldn't choose it, but um, it's like, I hope I can do it. You You will. You will. I got books to write. I got books that are already... 90% 90% written to put out okay. into the world, you know? I, I, I think someone else is going to come. I think someone's going to come forward and channel the Elohim because it's been three times. Well, I think, I, think, I, think, I, I, I think there's three people that have already been experimenting with in our group Okay. that have, have been bringing through Terry, and uh, and I think they're bringing through Terry, Okay. And uh, (laughs) you're not going to qualify. Is that too much of an idiot? (laughs) (laughs) You're all so I just have to figure out what it was. Antonio has hidden talent. I know he does. You know what? Antonio reminds me of me. So, Antonio, you can't be all bad. (laughs) (laughs) You might be. You might be all bad. (laughs) I was hoping to meet Terry one day, but I guess it's not going to happen now on this now. Yeah. Hoping day to make it out. It is what it is. Yes, you know. She. She also lived, lived not grew up not too far from us, like only fifty miles away, right across. In, 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 in in Mississauga. Mississauga. Yeah, she's right. She's right from. She was grew up near Rochester. She said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a farm, and not right directly. Yeah, just just directly across the lake from me. North of North of Rochester. Okay. Yeah, and not too far. And she went to Crystal Beach, you know, amusement park, which she was telling me, and I, I love that park. I went there when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know what I'm going to do tonight on this Monday call. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not telling you this. I'm telling everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell stories of Terry that Good. I probably wouldn't have told when she was alive. Okay. 
Perfect. And 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 uh, I have a lot of them, and they're amazing. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are pathetic, but <laughs> they'll be of interest. You know? Tell me when you start the recorder, when? Today's the 22nd, is that right? Yeah. It is the 22nd, yes it is. Okay. Let me, let me mute the signs, okay? Yeah. All right. Muted. August 22nd. The recording has started. This is August 22nd, 2022. Win in Sedona and Terry on the other side. But she's here. I'm convinced she's coming to our calls. You know, when she was in the hospital and even when she was barely conscious, I would ask her, you want to listen to the call? And she would always say yes. Okay? And in the communications, in the community, I have three people that have made a connection, that I think have made a connection with Terry. And I'm experimenting with them all and I'm seeing my level of confidence, okay, that it's really Terry and how clear the connection is and how, how, how clear it is of bleed through. Because even Terry had bleed through when she channeled, especially in the early days. You know, what would happen, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> Terry would make fine things in the world that she exalted. And there was this one guy that had a radio show. And he had all of these health products. And uh, what was his name now? Dr. Somebody. can't remember. And he would talk about his health products on the show. And um, when Terry would be channeling, as part of the channeling, she would suddenly, you know, or somebody would have a problem, and she would recommend his product. And, and I remember thinking, well, comparing her to Edgar Casey, because Edgar Casey could pull things out of the air. He could recommend things that he 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 never heard about, as I recall. And as an example of bleed through on Terry, where she would always recommend these guys' products. And he probably had good products and it was probably a good choice as well. Okay? And um and and so bleed through is not necessarily terrible, terrible. But if it's an area where a person has a very strong distortion personally and they're channeling, they will have a very hard time bringing through something that confronts their distortion. And um, so their, their channelings will have a limitation, you know what I'm saying? A contraction to them, where a whole body of information 
to be left out. And even the sources honor that, okay? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, we made this connection with the um, Ra group and Jesus, okay? And that according to our channelings, the Ra group played a great role in the manifestation of Jesus in this realm, okay? And Carla Rucker, who was the major channel of the Ra group, they never told her that. Of course, no one may have asked the question either, but they never told her because Carla went to church every Sunday. She said, Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my Lord. And uh, at the same time, she was channeling the Ra group. And to me, they didn't tell her because of her religious views, which I could call a distortion, okay? But they work if you work them. But it's it's not it's 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 a um how would I say it? It's a simplification of the way things work. And I don't have those distortions. And so when we talk about these things, they seem to answer very authentically and transparently. Whereas if somebody that was a Christian asked those things, they would have to answer them in a way that that person didn't reject them. For example, St. Catherine's life, which was totally involved with Catholicism, whatever sources Catherine was channeling had to work within the vocabulary and the distortions of the church to a certain degree. Otherwise, they wouldn't ever have gotten a foothold in this realm. They would have been rejected. And, and not only that, Catherine might have been thought of as demonic. And, and the church would say, don't let her channel. And so I've observed this into the different channels. And it's, I'm sure it's true. Okay. And they do not want Edgar Casey. He was a Christian a fundamentalist Christian. And they never told Casey they were a group soul. They never um, contradicted his Christianity. And Casey drew the conclusion that it was the Christ talking to him. And in the greatest understanding, it was true. Because the Ra group manifested the Christ energy. And we've had calls about that and going into detail about it. And they've answered the questions and it felt like it was the right answers. Okay? 
I don't ever say to believe our stuff and don't believe this. Everyone has to draw their own conclusions. But we have such a track record of answers and consistency that I, I have tended to believe it. And even though that Derry is gone, she's left a legacy that can go on forever. We'll never run through it. I mean, we have over 2,000 channelings posted on the Spirit Channel. I probably have another 2,000 in my own private files that could be going through. And I didn't expect this to be like this. God, I said when, when we first started channeling, you know, I didn't know it was going to go on forever. I didn't know we were going to get all this information. And, um, but it's just the way it worked. And it's kind of like, <laughs> I came up with a phrase in my mind the other night. It was like the, uh, um, what do you call it? The, the Library of Alexandria on steroids. You guys know what the Library of Alexandria was? It was an Egyptian library where all of these secret books were kept that had this hidden knowledge of the world, okay? And supposedly the Vatican has a library. I don't know if what the content of it is, but it's not open to the public, and it has a lot of stuff in it. For all I know, it could be demonic stuff. Who knows, you know? It's so many different angles and ways. And it's not important for me to figure out every little detail out. All I have to figure out is my details and put it out into the world because I can see how it impacts people, right? And um, we're talking about Terry Friedman being a disciple of Jesus, Matthew. And I became sure that he was a disciple of Jesus. And I've told the story many times uh, um, how he said something, one thing, when I first interviewed him that convinced me. And I'm not going to repeat it now. But, you know, he wrote the story of Jesus and he presented, he said, he said that Jesus came to him and uh told him he was Matthew and wanted him to write a current version of Matthew without any filtering or any distortions and that he would help him with the memories. And he did. He wrote it. And he really presents Jesus in a very human way. You know, when we think about Jesus, we think about a guy walking around and everyone um, deferring to him and prostrating to him. And, and he presented Jesus as somebody that just loved people. He loved to party. And uh, he would just hang out with people and have a good time. And... Um, he never walked around on a pedestal and caused people to prostrate themselves. I think that's the right word, prostrate. 
<laughs> am I talking about that gland that makes people urinate? I don't know. But you know what I mean. Um, defer to him, right? And I mean, there's that one thing where Jesus is washing the feet of the disciples and saying, I'm your servant, right? And in a sense, the Elohim has been our servant. They would do anything in our group to help someone that was in their ability to do without violating the person's um, growth patterns or karmas that they need to work out. But otherwise, we have seen so many amazing things happen. And we've created this relationship with them. And they said this a number of times, and I'll repeat it, because if, in case you didn't hear it or if somebody knew, they say, right now, they are paying attention to everyone who's listening to us. And those people who are open to it can make the can they will make a connection that people can feel they'll feel an upliftment of energy okay they'll feel uh their chakra open suddenly and that the people that keep coming to our calls keep having these experiences and that is why when you hear the people on our call there's this loving energy because we're creating a group energy that brings in the Christ consciousness and you don't have to know you're doing it but we're doing it they said we're doing it but I know we're doing it you come to these calls regularly and you keep opening that consciousness you experience start to experience I say slowly but surely but it doesn't have to be it depends on the person a transformation and you start walking around in this realm and hold a higher space of consciousness you start holding unconditional love and this is not about converting anybody that's the worst thing to do you know this idea of being a servant means be a good listener Listen to other people. Let them express themselves. And when they really feel expressed, they become very open. And that's a subtlety to everything. It's not about saying, you got to come to see here Winfrey, you know, God is on the call, blah, 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 blah. No, people, people are afraid of that, including me. When I started talking to the Elohim, I started thinking um, they're going to have a lot of expectations of me. I don't like expectations. Uh, what if I start doing miracles? Then people are going to line up around the block. And, um, and we have miracles, but I don't do them. People come to the calls, and it happens as a co-creation between them and the higher realms. And I suppose I'm in the mix, but I don't want any credit for that. I mean, 
my biggest job is to stay out of the way and to be as clear and neutral. Feel their energy coming in in between my words? I'm sure some of you feel it. They, they, they hang out in this call and look for, look for opportunities to let us know they're there. Other than just speaking to us, as they've done th through thousands of calls through Terry. And I was going to tell some stories about Terry because, you know, I've known Terry for 40 years. And at the time I met her, I identified with being a singer-songwriter. And I loved being a singer-songwriter. Not only was I talented, I could write songs that touched people. I said, I'm going to become famous and change the world, right? And, you know, I wrote a, a couple songs that, and I look back on them, I say, wow, that was really an advanced awareness at the time for me. And I was doing that, and I could do it. And uh, it surprised me when it started to happen, because I was kind of a scientific nerd, and I thought I was going to be a physics major. And... Um, and uh, I didn't, I wasn't very worldly, but I was smart. And when I met Terry, and some of you, I may tell stories you heard before, but it's good to get them all on the line, because someday somebody's going to look at all this and wonder, how did this guy end up doing what he's doing? When I met Terry, my world had fallen apart. Mm -hmm. I was in Hollywood, and I was thinking I was going to be a really successful songwriter and a singer-songwriter. And I, I had so many synchronicities, miracles, and I didn't understand how they could occur. But when I look back at it, I, I have an idea now. I let go of my anchor points. We, Elohim have talked to us about anchor points. We all balance ourselves in the world through our anchor points energy projections that hold us in place. So you have the anchor point of your childhood and your parents. You have the anchor point of your neighborhood. You have the anchor point of your religion. And we keep shifting our anchor points. We get an anchor point of a job, 
again, an anchor point of friends. Um, and we are in the middle of all of our anchor points, and it holds us in position. And we can't move. We do move. We move slowly. You can get a new job. You can move somewhere. But we move within the limitations of what we see possible. And the anchor points hold us in this realm. And when we can release our anchor points or establish new anchor points that are beyond this realm, we start, our life starts to change because we're not bound by the anchor points anymore. And some of us have huger potentials than we imagined. I had huger potentials than I imagined. You know, when I, I got a reading from David Wilcock when I first started writing the book. And it was mind-blowing. And they said things, they said, I had unplayed coins in the jukebox of my soul. And I said, I wonder what those are. This is before I started writing the book. And this is before any of this happened. And I was just in the initial stages of reading Wilcox channelings. And they started to expand my anchor points because it was a truth. There were truths in them that on some intuitive level I knew, but I didn't have it in the forefront of my conscious mind. That's why reading the channelings and coming to these calls can be so important to your own growth because as you expose yourself to this information, you're not just getting information to mimic and repeat like a new religion. There's an expansion of your anchor points because when you connect with Elohim and Ra, you, are, you move to a new anchor point being established. And it's outside of this realm. And that started happening to me when I studied Wilcox channelings at the time. And, um, and then it kept happening with Daphne's channelings and kept happening with Terry's channelings. And it's happened for many of you who have come to these calls and have expanded your own anchor points. And it's always different for each of us because we're all totally unique beings. This is not about some kind of cult where everybody runs around believing the same thing. It's about an opportunity to expand your anchor points beyond all those things that hold you in in position in this realm. And and when I saw this working with other people, 
which I did over the years, it gave me the motivation to keep keep doing this work and dedicating myself to it. And I realized it was very unusual. And I realized that I was a very old soul and that I had the potential to have a very large expansion in my anchor points. Terry was a very old soul. And, um, but her anchor points were different than my anchor points. And so when we worked together, there was an amazing chemistry where both of our advanced anchor points would blend and create new potentials. And when she would channel, oftentimes I would ask questions and she would answer them. But she didn't remember the answers. And sometimes even when she listened to a channeling, she didn't understand them. So I was enabling the platform for them to get deeper answers to questions that didn't just depend on Terry understanding them, as long as I understood them, as long as some of you out there understood them. And so we've created this body of information that has never been in this realm before. And the body has the frequency of our sources in it. And when you study it, you can't help but move your anchor points. I'm going to say not everybody will be able to do it. Some people will not get it. They'll read it just totally on a mental level and not have the ability to let that expansion happen. Although some people start out that way, and over time, they shift. They get it, you know? I've seen that happen many times. So it's interesting. You know, I played this channeling couple of times where they said that Terry was originally an Elohim soul and that she was one of the Elohim souls that existed before there was a universe. And I was as well. And it's probably why we collaborate so well. And that the Elohim, and and we have about 30 or 40 channelings on this up on the Spirit Channel, where started out in 2009 
when we were doing conference calls. And I, st- I would pick a topic and ask questions around that topic. And I didn't know the answers, but they would give me answers. And their answers made a huge amount of intuitive sense. And then one day, you know, they had mentioned that they were part of the creation of the universe. And one day I decided to have a topic on how the Elohim created the universe. And I didn't know what they would say. I didn't know what what would happen. And they started out with the creation of galaxies and solar systems. And actually, it's a, this is the most one of the most fascinating series of conversations we've had. And someday I'm going to get it out in the book form, How the Elohim Created the Universe, because it's not like anything you could anticipate the answers to, or at least that I could. I don't think anyone could. And, uh, and I just spontaneously did that. And when I asked the questions, my jaw dropped on the whole thing about their answers. And, you know, they described themselves in such a way that they didn't sound like God. They sound like a bunch of awarenesses that had no idea what they were doing and were experimenting. And they kept experimenting, and then things started to happen. And... If you can imagine starting with nothing, being in a space where there's nothing, void, emptiness, including yourself, you're just an energy body, whatever that is, in this emptiness, you're aware. And that you go from that space into learning how to create frequencies and energies that cause cause something to endure. Whereas prior, nothing endured. Everything was just in the moment, okay? And, And that's kind of how it started, a simple way of understanding how it started. And... It started out in higher dimensions, and then the Elohim didn't participate with putting their finger on every little thing. They started the beginning template, and then the the objects, the, the things that existed, had frequencies that beat with each other that created new potentials and they created new potentials and each potential as it became manifest was happening at a lower level and then another lower level and a denser level until finally we got into 3D the level we're on where 
it's very hard to get the experience in this realm that you're an aspect of all that is, okay? This realm is such a perfect illusion, and everything seems so real, and pain is real. We go through pain in this realm, and it's how do you how do you get this idea that there's higher realms that you can connect with, that there are um, anchor points which are holding you in a contracted space, but you're so used to the space that you're held in that you don't have a clue there's anything beyond that, okay? And and then you have beings from higher realms, let's just say Terry and I might qualify for that, and some of you might qualify for that, and you don't remember. And you get caught up in the lower realms. You have more potential than other people. And some part of you knows you have potential. But you don't remember it. And um, uh, and then this circumstance comes around like with Winfrey and Terry Brown, it's bringing through these messages from outside of this realm and it starts to wake up part of you and you recognize that's true. Not as like something to believe blindly but it's something that you already knew. But it wasn't at your conscious level. It was buried. Then you get another thing you already knew, right? And and then as you learn these things, you start to shift your anchor points. And you start to shift them in your life. But it's a process. And I'm, I'm, I'm explaining the process. Because maybe I'll, I'll give somebody some encouragement to um, stick with it. See if it works for them. Because, you know, in today's world, everybody wants instant gratification. And Terry told me in a channeling that there was a time we had known each other at this period before the universe was created. And apparently, I was good at shooting energy, and she wasn't. And she was trying to learn that from me. And then, as the realms kept creating themselves, 
she ended up in what they called the heaven realms. And the heaven realms were people from where were where people from the lower realms would go to when they died to get processed because they were coming back and they were all screwed up. But they still were positive. They weren't evil. They weren't negative. They were just screwed up. And uh, how did they get screwed up? Um, somewhat of a mystery. But there was a process where they would get a life review. And there were beings of the angelic realm that would do the life reviews. And Terry ended up being one of the beings from the angelic realm who was doing life reviews. And and she was trying to understand why people were getting so screwed up that were coming in there from 3D, third dimension. And somehow, she and I still knew each other. All right? And, um, and at a certain point, I decided to come into this realm and see what was happening experientially. And Terry knew that I was doing that, and then she didn't hear from me for a very long time. And so I then, she then decided to come and look for me. And so she came into the realm. Now, as far as I know, she didn't find me right away. And she's got a whole bunch of stories about what happened to her when she came into the realm and uh, and proceeded to get totally screwed up, really screwed up. And uh, she wrote, that's part of what's in the book she wrote, which I'm going to have to put out for her. You hear that, Terry? And she's on. I know she's on the line now and monitoring us at this point and uh, from the higher realms. And she said it, but I can feel her energy. And I can feel her energy in our house a good portion of the time. And I can connect with her energy. And we had the ability, when we were living here, to feel each other's energies. And, and, and we would always, when we did a channeling, you know, we call in the light, but it wasn't just calling in the light. It was connecting our energies to create a, um, platform for 
our sources to come into. And and the two of us had the chemistry to do that. And so where was I going with this? Um I do believe Terry's gonna be with this work for as long as it's happening. Because part of her goal in coming into this realm, part of the Elohim's goal of connecting in this realm is to create a merger of the higher realms in 3D, in which case people can have a really joyous life down here. And there's not so much dark energy and so much negativity and backstabbing and stealing and wars and sacrificing children, you know, all the things that happen here that keep it really dark. And and we have made, in our small way, an entry into bringing those realms together. And, and, you know, from my point of view, I said, I don't think we've done anything. We just have a handful of people that come to our calls. And the Elohim keeps telling me that what we've done is miraculous. And, you know, we've done this. We didn't, at first I thought it was about being famous. All right. I thought so. And, you know, I have, I have this model of being a luminary, a spiritual luminary. When we started, you know, people like a Wayne Dyer or, uh, well, you know, you know, Greg Braden. And it it wasn't gonna happen that way. And and if it did, it probably would have screwed up because it would have gotten us caught up in being you know being big shots and uh not being able to hold the normalness that we do now. Because I certainly am normal. And it's interesting. Uh, when I was talking to Terry on the other side, when I think I was talking to Terry on the other side, I'm just telling you, I'll say I think, because I'm still validating it. But I asked questions. Well, did you run into Jesus? And she said, yes. And I said, is he exalted over there? And she said, no, he's just a normal guy, okay? And it just so happens, about five years ago, there was a woman who was channeling Jesus, and I scheduled a session with her and paid her because I, I thought she was legit, and I had a conversation with Jesus. And, uh, I mean, he had a, a lot to share that was good, but... He seemed like a normal guy. 
it's not like somebody that was exalted in the way people exalt him, right? And now maybe I've got it wrong, <clears throat> but exalting anything creates a separation. It creates a you and a them. And that's not the law of one in action, okay? In the law of one, there is always one. And when I asked the Elohim, do you like to be worshipped? I said that early on. I was trying to figure them out. I didn't understand them. And I had not a clue. And I said, do you like to, really like to be worshipped? And of course, they said no. They said, worship creates a separation. And we're like your higher dimensional big brothers. And we can help you in ways that you can't do for yourself. But they were they were implying that we could help them as well because they created all the beginning of all of this and it wasn't their intent to have so much suffering and dark energy in everything and that by bringing them into this realm it gave them the opportunity to contribute to shifting things. Now, I don't know if that is possible. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's possible eventually. But um, since you can't force the negative to be positive, and the negative has gotten rather dedicated to what they do and how they do it, and if you if you want to wonder why the negative is negative, because I wondered that, why would someone be negative? Why would someone want to control other people? And the reason is, over long periods of evolution, they lost their ability to connect with the higher realms. They lost their ability, if they ever had it, to access the Christ energy. And they needed energy, and the only way for them to get energy was to get it from other beings. And so they learned how to siphon energy from other people. And they kept doing it. And they got to be masterful at it. And the problem is, and this is the biggest problem, without free will, you can't maintain receiving energy from someone else. You can always do it in a short term for a while. But then it goes away. It's kind of like, if you use sex as an analogy, 
you know, you can get into a relationship and it can be very passionate and very fulfilling. And then usually it starts to deteriorate because on some level, on some level, without free will, it doesn't sustain. And with free will, that energy can sustain indefinitely. It's why we can do these calls 10 times a week and people can come onto the call every day, 10 times a week. And the energy can sustain and it doesn't get boring because every call is a new creation in the moment. And I may be taking a lead position. Oftentimes, but I'm, I'm not abrogating any free will. I hope I don't think so. I'm just here, and I share what I know, and I share what I experience, and you can take it or leave it. Yellow Hemer here, and of course, when Terry was channeling. We could talk to them very easily at any time, and things would happen that were good. And so um, it's a learning experience. You know, they say that no one, no one has ever created this kind of rapport with them in this realm in the history of mankind. And I don't like to take credit for things because I don't know what I'm doing. I just fumble around and I say, try this, try that. But I keep refining what we do and how we do it. And I'm still refining it. And it will continue to be refined because it's a process of creation. Okay, thank you. And I had no idea what I was going to talk about tonight. And I talked a little bit about Terry. And I'm going to continue this on Mondays and see where it goes. Okay? Because I've learned so much from Terry. And so have many of you. And it's not just the channelings. Of course, I've learned from the channelings. But I've learned from her and how she is. And she's not perfect. In fact, there's times when she used to drive me crazy because she was so spacey and I couldn't understand it. But we'll go into that next Monday and I'm going to continue this for a while since this is a wild card night and see where it goes. And as you all know, we do a call every night called Whole Planet Healing. And if you're on BBS, you can just stay on the radio, stay on this channel, and uh, we're 
everyone's going to hang up from this conference call, and we're going to call another conference call, and probably it'll take about one minute before you're on the other conference call. And this is where we create a group collaboration to shift the events of the future in a more positive direction. It's very important, and we've had a lot of miracles on this call. So I hope you'll stay on the line, listen in, and see if it works for you. And if it does, we do it every night from 7 to 8 Pacific. And on Monday and Wednesday, it's on BBS. Otherwise, you have to know the phone number. And you can get the phone number at this website, thespiritchannel.net. No spaces. Thespiritchannel.net. And on that note, let's unmute everybody. And I want to say goodbye from our wildcard. Unmuted. Thank you from Seattle. Thank you. Did I say anything? Did I say anything interesting in the last hour? Yes, Yes, it's been wonderful. Because I always think uh, I shouldn't talk. The Elohim should be talking, but now they're not here, so I have to talk. (laughs) So um, we'll see where it goes. So it's your time to talk. Yeah. So, we're, if if you want the the phone number for Whole Planet Healing, uh, but you can listen on BBS. But if you're on this call and you don't have the phone number for Whole Planet Healing, hi, do so you have that number? Uh, give me a minute. Seven seven zero. Seven seven zero. No, no, that's the other number. A uh, whole planet healing. Six six seven 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 zero one five two seven, and the access code is two five zero five one three pounds. The whole number again. Six six seven 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 zero one five two seven. Access code. Two five zero five one three pounds. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And just letting you know, if all goes well, we're going to have a memorial service for Terry this Friday at three p.m. and on the conference call and 3 p.m. in person in Sedona, three p.m. Pacific. Okay. 3 p.m. Pacific time, and um, seven five. I was gonna. Pardon me. It's seven o five. Move on. Okay, so just stay tuned, and you, and I'll be sending out the the, the phone number, and uh, and maybe maybe we'll have Terry if if I can get the right level of confidence. We'll have Terry on, on, on her, at her memorial service talking to people or answering questions. Okay? So stay tuned. And on that note, 
we'll hang up from this call and we'll go the whole private hearing. All right. This session okay. is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. Are we on? BBS? All right. Yes, you are. Yes, are. All right. Excellent. Welcome, BBS. Welcome, BBS listeners. Yes, thank you all. For- Muted. All right, Jackie, are you ready? Yes, I am. Excellent. I'm gonna suppress star six. Are you still there, okay. Jackie? Listen. Look- Jackie, I should yes. I should start just for the continuity, right? Yes, okay. go ahead. Yeah. All right. So when the twenty second yeah. of August. Here we go. The recording has started. This is August twenty second, two thousand and twenty two, and this is Whole Planet Healing, and my name is Winfrey. And um, if you were listening <laughs> earlier, we were talking about a co-creation and talking to beings in higher realms and expanding our anchor points so that we could um, go beyond our contraction that has to be experienced by everybody in 3D, okay? And we're in 3D. This realm, Earth, is 3D. And... We developed this rapport with these higher sources. And you know, what they said was, they were not only channeling, but they were energetically present on all of our calls. And if I take a moment and stop, see if you can feel energy. Now, I think that energy, if you felt it, was how they feel when they're expanding into our space on these calls. And uh, it's like that energy is not in this dimension. And it starts to create an anchor point for us to be able to experience expanded levels and you have to do it to get used to it it's a big deal to do this right but there are people on our calls right now on this call that i know have done it and it's not it's subtle it's not like it hits you over the head but it's very real and this call is not a call where we lecture you or I try to teach you anything. It's a call that four people, four to five people, um, have taken positions to do various things. And we're going to go through all those things with the goal of shifting the future of our planet or making more positive outcomes and if you, you hear those you hear that thunder in the background yeah kind of uh, thank you <laughs> it's 
that's happened just as I said, more positive outcomes. And you understand it as we do it, rather than try to make, try to explain it. But um, on that note, Jackie in Julian, California, is kind of like our concierge, and she leads the um, transfer from one person to the next to the next. And Bonnie is going to read an excerpt from one of our channelings. Jennifer is going to go through all the earthquakes and volcanoes of the day. And then we open the lines. So if anyone on the call has something which they would like to ask for a shift of, which even could be a personal healing, you can do it. Okay, and on that note, over to Bonnie. No, 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 over to Jackie. <laughs> good, good save, Wynn. That was great. And okay. uh, I wanted to comp I wanted to compliment you on the previous hour. That was a great discussion you had. And I just wanted to, uh, well, first of all, welcome to everyone to the Whole Planet Healing Conference call, and. Uh, Welcome also, it's Monday, to our BBS family of listeners. And if you are newer to the Whole Planet Healing call, you'll notice that uh, when Wynn was referencing the Law of One in the earlier hour, we tend to resonate with the Law of One, which emphasizes the understanding that everything is connected. Our sources are aligned with this concept, and many other spiritual traditions also, even quantum physics. But this axiom is why this call is so successful, and one of the reasons why many of us offer our time, energy, and service towards this nightly effort. You've probably noticed that as we individually raise our frequency and consciousness when we're in a good mood, our own lives and all those we are connected to are lifted and improved. So just imagine what the focus of a group effort can accomplish. Now, much of our success in influencing positive change depends on how skillfully we manage these energy fields. And we've learned that the most impactful driver is our emotional state. So let's attempt to elevate our frequency by connecting with those higher emotions, such as peace, joy, and love. And let's also officially get started by welcoming Cecil from New York. I, 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 I wanted to make I wanted yes. to make one short, very short comment. You know, go go on ahead. The on the previous calls, where I talked about anchor points and expanding your anchor points, I couldn't have done that call if it wasn't for all the people who are coming into whole planet healing that are having that experience. 
okay? Because I could feel the experience from when they started to now. And it's subtle, but palpable. It's real. And so I learned from that. And that's why I could talk about it. Because then I know other people can have that experience. But they have to reach for it. You have to want it. You just don't show up and say, oh, I don't know. my life hasn't totally changed. I'll see you later. I'm off to the next thing. Okay? But go ahead. That's all. I wanted to say that. I want to thank everybody. No, that was great. And, for, and as, you, as you said, what we reach for is what we attract. So it's a match. And when you come onto this call, um, the energy you're attracting is, is uh, awesome. So back to getting to uh, welcome Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this work, and our call. Cecil? Well, I wasn't sure I was still, still part of the group. <clears throat> Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. And you're not only one of the group, you're one of the main anchors of this call. So thank you so much for that. Now, I was just, remind, I was just reminding <laughs> Wynn because he always forgets me. <laughs> well, maybe not mentioned, but you're always, you're never forgotten. <laughs> now, at the you. beginning of our call, we usually go back to Wynn and have him, uh, Share a few more thoughts with us, but when would you like to do that still or yeah, move yes. on to Bonnie? Okay. No, no, I want to say it. a couple of things. One thing I want to say is that somebody sent me an email and said, Antonio is not an idiot. Did I call Antonio an idiot on the last call? Well, I said around sometimes. Yes, you did. You inferred, you inferred it. <laughs> So you, let me just. You said, uh, I said, I, I could channel. I said, you're too much of an idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me just say that 
Antonio comes from, a, this is my opinion, I could be wrong, but I think he comes from a very high angelic realm. And I think he felt out of it until he discovered us. And he started to flourish. And he is he creates so much loving energy that I wish I could create loving energy the way he creates loving energy. And I can't. And I honor him. But I did he still from, learned, I did come from the angelic realm. All right. But he's still learning wisdom. He's learning the wisdom of how to be all that he is. And sometimes I kid him to chide him because in the past, when I've done that, I've seen him advance really rapidly. And it's not because I'm demeaning him, although it can look that way. And I think he knows that. Do you, do you know that, Antonio? Uh, yeah. I mean, yes. So I'm not really being mean. In fact, the very first time he was on a call on some intuitive level, I just spent the whole call chiding him. <laughs> and I wasn't anticipating that. And it looks like I'm being mean to him. But truthfully, I love the guy. And uh, and it's kind of like, I think it helps propel him to have more wisdom. And I just wanted to say that so that people don't hate me when they think I'm calling him an idiot or saying something like that. Okay? I love and you too. I know you do. I know you do. And we have we have done great stuff together. And you have, I mean, everyone's amazed how much you advanced in your in 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 yourself since you started coming in the calls. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. If anyone was mad at me for calling you an idiot, um, he's not an idiot, okay? And he's he's very high being from an angelic realm, and he's learning more and more how to have confidence in his own abilities, okay? And to manifest them for the benefit of all of us. And that's all. Go ahead, Jackie. Thank you, Wynn. Well, we are going to join Bonnie from Corona, California next on our call. Bonnie is familiar with the channeled messages that are archived on the spiritchannel.net. And we have the benefit of hearing one of these messages or something from a compatible resource read for us every evening. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us tonight? Hi. Thank you. Okay. Well, we are going to work our way through uh, the 2012 channelings, and we are going to read tonight from... Uh, February, February 6, 2012. And after Wynn called in the light, well, first of all, the topic of the conversation, and this is why I chose it, 
was uh, that our sources uh, talk about uh, the Terry and St. Catherine connection. So after Wynne called in the light, then we start out with a greeting from Ra'an through Terry Brown. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are delighted to be with you in the earth's plane and make connections as you are ready for connection or wish connection to be made with you. We have a very high frequency, which it may be hard to isolate out as it is so much higher than the general frequency of the earth plane. We are at the higher band of frequencies and we are available for you to ask for assistance. We generally give assistance when asked, although sometimes we give assistance based upon consensus reality. Do you have questions? And when responds, uh, and this is a little bit lengthy, so I'm going to try to paraphrase here. When is continues, and he's talking about uh, what happens when you're calling in the light and sending the light to other people. And he continues with uh, that you can start to get the feel of how this works and how to utilize these connections to change your vibratory field with people around you. Of course, we always do this for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will. The theory is if we get enough people doing this, that we could shift the entire planet. Even if we don't shift the entire planet, each of you has the opportunity to shift your own space, your own relationships. If you do that, that will be a miracle unto itself. I thought we'd turn it over and maybe they can comment on how that looks from their side. And Ra'an responds, thank you. When you have an individual or group of individuals that are at odds with consensus reality, with the service to other concepts or paradigms, and are using service to self paradigms, they can be overridden by the pure mechanics of how things work when the consensus reality is in favor of the service to other concepts and in favor of the good of humanity, in favor of the individual person working in service to others' ways to support his, her families, to bring the good into the life, to bring growth into the life of the people they love. This is a consensus when enough people are believing and carrying out this posture, they can then take over. And the consensus or the minor consensus of the service to self individuals 
then can take a back seat to the service to other individuals consensus reality. The work that you are doing in bringing in the light and bringing in the higher us, the higher forces, is helping to create a consensus for the benefit of each of the service to other individuals and indeed to each individual. Even though the service to self individuals do not know or understand it, it's helping to create a reality that can foster growth of the individual in learning and actually realizing more the ability to love and to be connected with fellow man than would have been without the work that you and other light workers are doing. It is all adding up to help make a shift towards the benefit of all. And when asked, from your perspective, we're going to ask about St. Catherine. Let's ask a general overview question. We have two group souls. We have the raw group. We have Elohim. In this circumstance, on these calls, they have said they're collaborating to work with us because I, I would guess we have learned to pick up both frequencies. When you're out there, wherever you reside energetically, how do you come to a decision to make a communication through someone such as you obviously made a decision with myself and Daphne and you made a decision with St. Catherine. Maybe it was not the same sources making the decision. Maybe one was the Ra group, one was the Elohim group, and one just evolved in an unusual manner. What is the criterion for making a decision? And here Ra'an then gives us some information. We look at the individual, and see the purity of the individual, and whether the individual can bring through an undistorted message. As in Terry's case, she never fully materialized into the physical universe, and as such remains in the highest state in an undistorted state they can give and take information and impart it. We are always on the lookout for someone that we can connect with that wishes and can bring through pertinent information. It takes someone that will not use the data for detrimental purposes or twist the data to give a wrong impression. It takes an individual who is able to de-manifest and get out of the way enough that the information can come through clearly. Terry is, and St. Catherine is, or was, in that posture because of their intention to bring through the higher information from the higher sources which is 
the Elohim and the Ra group, they both work to bring through pertinent data to help individuals to open their hearts, to decrease the ego, to connect with home. So the individuals know that they are not alone and they know that there is hope. There is a way back. There is a family of which they are a part. And I thought that was spot on for the topic we've all been wondering about. Uh, uh, who can come and help us continue to bring this information through? So that was their criterion of who they choose. Um, there's more to this call, so I'll pick it up again tomorrow. Uh, I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Hey, what, what, what was the date of that call? That is February 6, 2012. That was great. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Um, and I'll never forget the Sunday call when Ra came through and they were almost, they were emotional about how grateful they were to have found Terry to come through. And uh, that was just so moving. So, yeah, it's it's really rare for them to find somebody. So thank you, Bonnie. Now, we are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania next. Jennifer researches the most current earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And this is because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these particular events. They've also suggested that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the frequency of calmness. So as Jennifer guides us to these areas of activity, let's gather and focus our group intent and let's visualize calmness to each area of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, as we begin, I would like to invite, of course, our sources who are already on the call, and also Mother Earth, as she can increase our intent for calm. The first place we're going to start tonight is in Hawaii. We're going to look at the Big Island. And we had a fairly good day there. I mean, it was calm. Uh, 2.4 Pahala, and we had the usual swarming there, you know, lots of little ones. And then there were two events on Mauna Loa, right on the top, and this has been occurring there for some time. Uh, but they were both under two, so it's just a little rumbling going on there. And then out in the sea, there's a seamount out there called Luihi, and there was a 2.4 there. So everything was pretty reasonable today, definitely doable. And let's send more calm for tomorrow. Down to the undersea volcanoes, the fracture lines, the hot spot, and anything else that affects this region. Now we're going to head south, down towards the New Zealand area. And on the South Island today, we had a 4.2. And then moving up north along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 4.9. And then 
almost up into the Fiji area, which is at the top of this trench, we had a 4.3. Moving westward across, all the way over to Indonesia on this one, we had a 5.5, and this was just south of Bali in the sea. Continuing on a northward track now to the Philippines, we had a 4.5. Then to Japan, where we had a 5.3. Alaska, um, we had a 4.5 at Cold Bay, and that is at, that is on the Aleutians. And on the mainland, they're still having very low levels, which is good, and 2.5 on the mainland. That's pretty uh, low level, and we will be happy with that. Moving down through Canada, nothing reported. Down to Washington, where all the volcanoes are rumbling today. Mount Baker, Mount Rainier, and Mount St. Helens. Um, Mount St. Helens is probably the biggest concern there because they're having um, volcanic activity above ground. So, And it's right in the caldera of Mount St. Helens. So let's just send lots of calming to all the volcanoes. <clears throat> of the Pacific Northwest. And then we're going to move through uh, Oregon, where Mount Hood is rumbling. So then we're going to come down into California. Now, there was an earthquake um, just south of Mount Shasta. It was a very small one. But I'm just mentioning it because it's in that same line of all those volcanic um, volcanoes. It's almost like a line down through the, the west. And then we're going to come down into uh, the the meat of the state, uh, the geysers region, and the San Andreas all the way down. The largest activity in California today was 2.9 at San Juan Batista. And then all the way down into Southern Cal, everything was two. On the eastern side of the state, um, we do have a couple of areas of concern. Walker area, which is south of Lake Tahoe. South of that is the Long Valley Caldera, and these are all just rumbling, and then down to Ridgecrest, which every day is uh, busy. And then before we leave the U.S., I do want to mention West Yellowstone. There were three activities there today, and then also, um, I thought this was interesting, but it's part of the New Madrid, but Cape Girardeau had a 2.0 today. And it seems like every day we're getting something little in that new Madrid area. So we really want to hammer that with lots of calm. We're going to move down into Mexico now. We had a 4.5. South to Nicaragua, we had a 4.4. South to Panama, we had a 4.4. And then we're going to skip right down into South America, where in northern Colombia, we had a 4.3. And then heading down to Peru, 4.0, to Chile, 4.5, and then all the way down at the very tip of South America. I believe it's called Punta Arenas. There was a 4.2. And this was all the way down at the very, very tip almost of uh, South America. And then we're going to move north along the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. But we did have two activities. Um, The southern Mid-Atlantic Ridge had a 4.7. And then moving northward 
to the central mid-Atlantic Ridge. We had a, a 5.1 there. And this is in the area, if you ha if you were looking at it, it would be Brazil would be on the left and Africa's on the right. And then we're going to move all the way up to Iceland. But this particular occurrence was right on the mid-Atlantic Ridge. It was a 4.4, and they call this the Reykjanes Ridge. And it's just south. It is the the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, but it's just south of Iceland. And their volcano has stopped. I believe it stopped yesterday, and it hasn't started back up again. But the, the number of seismic activity um, is increasing. So stay tuned. There's going to be more coming. And then we're going to move across Europe, which was all quite reasonable and low level, till we get to Pakistan. We had a 4.8, 4.6 in Afghanistan, and a 4.2 at Eastern Kashmir, India. And then that was all. I want to thank you all for participating, and I'll send you guys back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where we will address many other issues that concern us. But right now, the phone lines are unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your particular concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that free will and the highest and greatest good for all be considered if you're listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. All right. Please keep it brief, my dear friends, as we are uh, running out of time. Thank you. Unmuted. Tom in San Jose. Support and protection for Terry for her transition and for Wynn to get through his immediate things he has to do. Thank you. A quantum rise in the consciousness of humanity, please. Guys, let's quickly move to uh, Jennifer, okay? Because uh, normally when we do these calls, we're on a conference line, and we, if we end up going five or ten minutes over, it's okay. But we're on BBS, and we want to complete the call by eight, which means I have to rush through my part. Thank you. To you, Jennifer. <laughs> Thank you, Hi. Can you hear me okay? I'd like to put everybody on this call onto the healing list for whatever your individual needs are. Um, there's a couple of names I do want to mention, Cecil and Betty, Lauren, and Joe T. And these people are all in Washington, and they need a little bit of extra love light. Tom in San Jose, our moderator, Jackie and Julian, Antonio Jr., Sr. and Abby, Morning Sky in Oregon, Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont, Bonnie in Corona, Linda Chamberlain, Judy's friend, who needs um, assistance, Monica Edwards in Washington, my brother-in-law Andy in Ohio, and I'd like to put Wynn and Terry in the love light for 
whatever their needs are. And I'd like to thank you guys. Good night. Muted. All right. So we close this call with a quick scan of our planet and asking for the support of our sources to create the most positive outcomes possible. Keeping in mind that we're each an aspect of the one infinite creator, and when we all put intentions out that are the same intention, and it's kind of like prayer, but I like to use the word intention because we're not religious. It's not a religion. Um, we increase the potential for shift, and we have seen miracles happen too many times to we know that it works. So we start out and we take our group energy and we surround our planet with it and we become repeater stations for the love light energy of the higher realms. And we're going to project that energy down to the surface of our planet, asking to lift the vibration wherever it can be lifted. And we put particular attention on the humans who are serving others, on the children who are sensitive to the energy, but don't have the wisdom and the discernment yet. And ask that as the children and young people get older, they get discernment and wisdom, distinguishing positive agendas from negative agendas, and become worthy of being the leaders of tomorrow. We go to the animals and the pets, and particularly the pets who help keep their owner's chakras open, and we bless all of those relationships all over the planet. We go to the plant life, the trees, the bushes, the flowers, the vegetables, and grass. And plant life picks up the energy from the higher realms through their leaves, moves it through their plant bodies and their roots into the earth. And we just ask to enhance that flow of energy and um, increase the love light energy from the higher realms coming in through the plants. And we do the same thing through the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals that have very strong matrixes that can hold energy and the enhanced flow of the energy to all of that kingdom, the mineral kingdom on the earth. And we go to the insects, particularly the insects who are part of the balance of nature, like the bees, and ask for the preservation of those species in these times we're in. We go to the fish and the sea life, and we go to the dolphins and the whales. We now go through the surface of the earth, and the earth has a huge energy field. It projects through the entire interior of earth, and we send healing to earth because the earth has to process all life on the surface. 
and we send gratitude to Earth for um, giving us this opportunity to have bodies on her surface. We go back to the surface of the Earth, and we got to do this fast. We usually do it slower and more detailed, but we are going to look at all the potential earthquakes and volcanoes that could occur in the future of our planet. And many people have said this is a time for potential catastrophes and earth changes. And with the help of our sources, we are going to send calm energy to all potential earthquakes and volcanoes anywhere on our planet. And understanding that if the Earth has to release stress and a volcano or earthquake has to occur, we ask that it happens gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, like coronavirus, its mutations, and any other contagious pathogens now or in the future, we ask that they be rendered harmless. We go to the awareness of humans, and we ask that more humans can become aware of the agendas that are going on on our planet, the negative agendas and the positive agendas, so they know where to give the support of their energies. We ask that more humans become aware of those higher dimensional beings that can help us, but they need to be asked because they honor free will and that more humans ask. And they can use the word God, they can use Elohim, Ra, they can use whatever they want as long as their intention is pure. We go to the people that suffer and we ask that they can connect with the Christ energy, at least have the opportunity to, and help relieve, lift themselves above their suffering. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that help people feel safe and protected. And we go to um, those countries and groups that are adversarial, ask that they can settle their differences non-violently. We go to um, the Ukraine and Russia and ask for an end to the war in Ukraine that's equitable for all parties. We go to interventions. We ask that we are protected from nuclear weapons 
going off in this realm. We ask that toxic materials of whatever kind on our planet can be transmuted. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine. And finally, we are going to move ourselves from this group energy we've created surrounding our planet and go back into our home with our energy field. And we are going to ask that this love light energy traveling through the universe, the galaxies, the Milky Way, solar system, the outer energy fields of planet Earth can land on our personal rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we can invite this energy into our home, asking to clear any negativity in our home, asking to lift the vibration of anyone who lives with us. It's open to being lifted, and you don't have to tell them. Just let it happen. And we run it around the outside of our home, creating a filter that protects our home from negative energy in the world. We can invite this energy to move through our body, to open each chakra. Let us feel expanded. Break down energy blocks and past life karmic patterns that are still impinging on us. Activate our DNA. We remind ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator, temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. And we're learning how to bring the energy of the higher realms into this realm. And the best case scenario is we will bring heaven on earth. We're going to end the verbal part of this call. If you're on the phone lines, then if you stay on you can stay on the call 
and hold this energy for as long as you would choose. And if you're on BBS, we have a couple thousand of our channel sessions posted on the Spirit Channel about every topic under the sun. Much of it with information that has never, ever been brought forth in this realm. And that when you listen to those calls, you are allowing yourself to connect with these sources. Their energies are embedded in in the, the calls, whether you listen to them or you read them. And many people feel energy when they do this. We also have the phone numbers for all of our conference calls. We have 10 calls a week. And if you start listening to our calls and you're like, at least somewhat regular, and I'm not going to say how long, how many you have to listen to or how long it would take, but I've observed how so many people have expanded themselves, changed their lives. I've gotten hundreds of emails from people, maybe more than hundreds, but about how this work has impacted them. And it is free, no charge. I'm not saying we'll never charge for anything. Um, We may have a workshop. We may have uh, 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 more books, but the essence of it is on these calls and on the Spirit Channel, where we have all of our conference calls posted. And if you apply yourself, and if you start to notice it, stick with it, because We have two positive outcomes. One is you will be part of helping to shift the planet for the future and turn this planet into laying the seeds for the planet we wished we lived on. And the other positive outcome is by tuning into these higher anchor points that come in with our sources, when you die, those connections will still be there. And it gives you the opportunity to graduate this realm and not have to come back and have to have any karma in the lower levels. Okay? So we hope you'll study us and take advantage of all that. I thank everyone who's here and supporting this. I thank everyone who's volunteering. I thank our sources for entrusting us with this amazing responsibility. That's how I feel. That's why I do it. I know it's real. And I hope some of you listening out there will end up We'll end up getting to know you, and we can be important to you. And on that note, 
we thank BBS, and we're going to close the verbal part of the call for the people on the conference call, and they can stay on the call. And if you're on BBS, you can stay and meditate even without being on the conference call. But we do this every night at 7 o'clock. So please come back, okay? This is the real deal. You can't find this anywhere, and it can change your life. Bless you all, and we'll see you next time.